you go into your shower feeling tired. But as soon as you reach for the Irish Spring, your day immediately gets better. That crisp, fresh, unmistakable Irish Spring scent zings your brain and awakens your senses. So when you finally emerge from the shower 37 minutes later, because you pay the water bill so you can stay in there as long as you want, you're ready to take on the day and smell great doing it. Irish Spring Body Wash and Bar Soap. Fresh, green, Irish. Shop now at a store near you. Open a limited-time 11-month certificate at Kemba Financial Credit Union. At 5.25% APY, it's more than triple the national average, plus it's a safe and secure way to grow your money. Visit your local branch or kemba.org slash cb for details. Offer expires May 31st, 2024. APY equals annual percentage yield. Restrictions apply. $500 minimum and $250,000 maximum deposit. Advantage status required. Comparison based on bank rate average. Federally insured by NCUA. Hey, it's Will Friedle. And Sabrina Bryan. And we're the hosts of the new podcast, Magical Rewind. You may know us from some of your favorite childhood TV movies like My Date with the President's Daughter. And the Cheetah Girls movies. Together we're sitting down to watch all the movies you grew up with and chat with some of your favorite stars and crew that made these iconic movies happen. So kick back, grab your popcorn, and join us. Listen to Magical Rewind on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Brought to you by State Farm. Like a good neighbor, State Farm is there. NFL Explained is a production of the NFL in partnership with iHeartRadio. Welcome to NFL Explained, a production of the NFL in partnership with iHeartRadio. Upwork is the world's work marketplace. Empower your business and hire the world's most in-demand developers, designers, project managers, and more at www.upwork.com. America's most reliable network is going ultra with Verizon 5G ultra wideband in more and more places. With up to 10 times faster speeds, you can download a movie in mere minutes. What? Yes, Verizon is going ultra, so you can too. 5G ultra wideband available in select areas, most reliable based on rankings from the Root Metrics U.S. Root Score Report dated first half 2021. Excluding C band and not specific to 5G networks, your results may vary. Not an endorsement. Speed comparison to median Verizon 4G LTE speeds. Downloads vary based on network conditions and 5G content optimization. Uh, we are knocking on the door. Englewood, California, the city of champions, will crown an NFL champion when it hosts Super Bowl 56 at SoFi Stadium. In fact, it'll be the second consecutive year that a team is actually going to play on its home turf with the Rams welcoming in the Bengals. So, of course, here on the NFL Explained podcast, we're talking the Super Bowl, guiding you through all of the lesser-known facts about the big game. And, of course, always joined by my good friend, Aditi Kinkabwala. Hi. I'm so excited. This is my, you know, this is, look, Joe Burrow said it a few weeks ago. This is why you work so hard. You work to get to these moments. And we're at that moment, Mike. We are. We are. Do you have a favorite memory? Oh, Mike, that that is like asking, do I have a favorite child? It feels as if every Super Bowl story has something special to it. But you know what? I'll give you one. I was a writer at the Wall Street Journal. I was covering the Giants. And the Giants at the time, as you know, were coached by Tom Coughlin, who was about as strict as they got. If you were five minutes early, you were late. You had to make sure that your feet were on the floor in a certain way when you were in a meeting room. So Tom Coughlin didn't often show the personal side of him. Well, the Giants upset the Patriots for the second time in four years in Indianapolis. I go down to the field and I see Judy Coughlin, Mrs. Coughlin, Tom Coughlin's wife, who is 
truly, genuinely one of the warmest human beings on the planet. And Judy Coughlin sees me and she spreads out her arms and she gives me this really big hug. And what are you going to do? Of course, you're going to hug Judy Coughlin. She's about as happy as can be. And then right next to her is Tom Coughlin, strict, tough Tom Coughlin, who takes no prisoners. And he sees me and Mike, he goes to hug me. And I think that It's such a personal thing. It's such a personal journey. And the Super Bowl for fans may be about commercials and bingo boxes and things like that. But for these men and women who are parts of organizations who give every single ounce of their blood, sweat and tears to get to this moment, it's as personal as it can be. It's as personal of a journey. It's as magical as anything that I get to be a part of. You're right. I mean, it's the pinnacle and it's memories, Aditi, for a lifetime for the players, the fans, the coaches, a fan base, you know, like the Bengals, for example, knocking on the door like they are, you know, there's generations of fans that just haven't seen this before. So it really is pretty cool. Well, you know, and I think that that's what makes this episode so tremendous is that we could sit here and we could talk about, you know, the Philly special, which I was present for. We could talk about the helmet catch or all of that. But instead, we're going to take you through the origin story of the game itself, which really is fascinating, Mike. And we'll try to, as we like to do, give some fun facts that are tangential to the game that prove just how big it's really become. So should we start at the beginning, Mike? Yeah, let's kick it off. All right. The National Football League has been around since 1920. And in the late 1950s, there was a young Dallas businessman named Lamar Hunt who wanted nothing else but to own an NFL franchise. So with the league's rising popularity and household names like Jim Brown and Johnny Unitas, owning a team seemed obviously, like I said, the opportunity of a lifetime. Unfortunately, after multiple attempts, Lamar Hunt could not buy a franchise. So he came up with a different plan. He gathered a group of wealthy businessmen who also would have liked to buy an NFL club, and he created a rival pro football league. And this collection of men, who would be nicknamed the Foolish Club, (laughs) still started their own league, and they called it the AFL, the American Football League. So all of a sudden, Mike, the NFL had legitimate competition in stadium attendance, in TV rights, in the draft, and of course, in signing star players. Hunt and the AFL made such a substantial impact that by 1966, the two leagues agreed to merge. And in June of 1966, they agreed that their respective champions would play in an annual season-ending championship game. Why not, right? First couple of years, the game was actually called the AFL-NFL World Championship Game. So we now retroactively call those Super Bowl one and two. But it wasn't until Aditi year number three that the game officially became known as the Super Bowl. It was actually Hunt who jokingly pitched the name Super Bowl based off of the children's toy Super Ball which I actually looked up. They don't necessarily make them anymore. There's some iterations of it, but besides the point. And it was his daughter's toy that prompted the idea. Oh, yeah. How about a bouncy (laughs) rubber ball just getting it done? So it really is a huge watershed moment for the AFL, who up until that point was really seen as the lesser league than the NFL. You got Broadway Joe, Joe Namath, leading the Jets to a monumental upset, putting the AFL on the map. Super Bowl, no, it's off and running. And we got to mention that Hunt's Kansas City Chiefs actually won Super Bowl number four in the final season of the AFL versus the NFL. And with the leagues finally fully officially merging by 1970, I think it's a good time to kind of turn and let's talk about how the road to the Super Bowl has evolved. 
by the merger, there were eight teams that qualified for the playoffs. So you needed to win a divisional game and a championship game to reach the Super Bowl. That stayed intact until 1978 when the league added one wildcard team per conference. So the winner of each wildcard game slid into the eight-team playoff bracket. In 1990, the playoff field expanded to 12 teams, adding a third wildcard team to each conference. And unless you were one of the four squads with a first round bye under that format, you'd need to win three games before reaching the Super Bowl. And then this past season, 2021, was the first year that we had a 14-team playoff. So the number one seed, the top seed, got that bye. But everybody else had to play. And here's one little cute fun fact. Since the NFL started seeding teams for the postseason, which of course was in 1975, Every single Super Bowl, Mike, has featured at least one team that was either a number one or number two seed. Until this year, the Bengals and the Rams are both four seeds. Still feel good about the cream rising to the top. Yeah, but you know what's so funny? You say that, but I'll tell you this. In the AFC, the Titans were the one seed. I don't know that I would say that they were the cream. I definitely came into the playoffs thinking that the Bengals were the most complete football team. And here we are knocking on the door for another Super Bowl champion who hopefully maybe Cincinnati fans are definitely hoping that this would be the case, that they got that Lombardi trophy. And I think the hardware is one of those things that we all focus in on. And it actually is Tiffany made. So Tiffany and company vice president Oscar Reedner actually drew the design of the original Super Bowl trophy on a cocktail napkin. Who says good things don't happen in bars? <laughs> Originally called the World Championship Game Trophy, it was renamed the Lombardi Trophy in 1971 following the coach's death. Now, it weighs seven pounds, which clearly is light enough to toss from one party boat to another, potentially creating a little bit of havoc, at least some tense moments. But since Super Bowl number one, the winning team has actually received permanent possession of a sterling silver trophy created by Tiffany and company. It doesn't come in that little Tiffany green box, though. Green, that's blue. Clearly, you're not buying a lot of Tiffany. No, no, no. All right, well, let's go back to Super Bowl one between the Packers and the Chiefs for a minute, because I think there are a few interesting things to note. And it'll show, too, Mike, how far we've come. So Super Bowl is in L.A. this year. That first Super Bowl was indeed at the Coliseum in Los Angeles. Now, the attendance was just under 62,000. It would be the only Super Bowl not played during a pandemic that has not been at full capacity. And because there were separate TV deals for the AFL and the NFL, the Super Bowl was actually simulcast on both NBC and CBS. And it wasn't until Super Bowl 17 that the game was actually broadcast all around the planet. Today, the game is broadcast in over 180 countries. It's in 25 different languages. But what's really truly crazy about the first game is that most of the world never even saw footage of Super Bowl One because following the game, both TV stations scrubbed their tapes so they could be reused. Oh, my God. <laughs> Thank goodness for NFL Films, which also had cameras at the game. They were eventually able to piece together all of the footage that they got. And in 2016, Super Bowl One was indeed re-aired. I can't believe it. They just couldn't download it from the cloud. <laughs> All right, Mike, how about this one? You have any idea who the first halftime show was? No, what do we got? Marching bands. Marching bands from the University of Arizona 
and Grambling State. Oh, bear down. Here we go. And trumpeter Al Hurt. There were also 300 pigeons and 10,000 balloons. So I don't know how any of this really actually compares to uh, Flying Lady Gaga, who came in from the top of Energy Stadium. And as we know, there was all sorts of anxiety about the roof being open and closed and how could she get in and all of that. But that first Super Bowl did have a flying demonstration by the Bell Rocket Airmen. They flew hydrogen peroxide propelled jetpacks around the stadium. You go into your shower feeling tired. But as soon as you reach for the Irish Spring, your day immediately gets better. That crisp, fresh, unmistakable Irish Spring scent zings your brain and awakens your senses. So when you finally emerge from the shower 37 minutes later, because you pay the water bill so you can stay in there as long as you want, you're ready to take on the day and smell great doing it. Irish Spring Body Wash and Bar Soap. Fresh, green, Irish. Shop now at a store near you. Snag a job is where America goes to hire with the deepest talent pool in hourly hiring. With access to over 6 million active hourly workers, snag a job is the all-in-one solution for hiring high-quality employees who can cover all your needs. On demand, tempt to hire part-time or full-time. You name the position, warehouse worker, retail associate, grocery store clerk, fitness trainer, baker, stylist, bellhop, podcast producer. Yeah, snag a job's got a worker for that. With our easy-to-use platform, you're able to seamlessly post and fill available positions quickly with a dedicated customer support team to provide all the help you need along the way. Kind of nice knowing you have a talent pool like that in your own backyard, right? Snagajob is the partner you need to keep your business running smoothly. So visit snagajob.com or text snag to 242424 to talk to an expert. Snagajob.com, where America goes to hire. You know, everybody has their own wellness routine, their own approach to a healthy lifestyle. A lot of the most successful ones include herbs like ginger root, ashwagandha, and so many others. Nature's Way has been sourcing herbs like those for over 50 years. They understand that nature is the ultimate problem solver. So they're dedicated to providing plant-powered formulas to help people live healthier lives. Their herbs can support your health in so many ways. For instance, ginger root and slippery elm bark have both been used for centuries all over the world. Ginger root has traditionally been used to soothe occasional digestive upset and slippery elm bark to soothe the GI tract. St. John's wort, holy basil, and ashwagandha can provide mood and stress support, which is something we can all use in our modern life. I mean, these herbs come from all over the world, but Nature's Way knows where the best ones grow. They test for potency in their state-of-the-art lab, and their scientists are experts in all things herbs. What's on the label is what's in your bottle, and what's in your bottle are the best herbs around. To learn more, visit naturesway.com. Something tells me we'll get a little more flair with Dr. (laughs) Dre uh, in the Super Bowl (laughs) celebration. That's what my gut's telling me. But at the end of the day, the Packers players, by the way, they earned $15,000. That was the bonus for winning the game. The Chiefs earned $7,500 each. Now, this year's winning players collect 10 times that amount. Cool, $150 for the winners, $75K for the losers. Not too bad. A little extra incentive to go and winning that Super Bowl. But now that we've schooled you on the history of the big game, when we come back, we'll dive into even more fun facts about the Super Bowl. I bet you have no idea how the phrase I'm going to Disney World came about and which NFL player was the first to cash in for saying it following the win. That's still to come on NFL Explained. 
Build the team that will build your business. With Upwork, you can find top developers, designers, project managers, and more who can start today so your business can succeed tomorrow. Hire at home or in 180 countries around the world to find the right talent for whatever your business needs. Upwork, the world's work marketplace. Learn more at www.upwork.com. America's most reliable network is going ultra with Verizon 5G ultra wideband in more and more places so you can do more. With up to 10 times faster speeds, you can download a movie in mere minutes. What? Yes, that's faster than your morning coffee run. Lights, camera, coffee. And while you're at it, go on and download a whole series in minutes or a new song in seconds. A one, a two, a one, two. Oh, it's done? Stock up on all that entertainment and sure, you can download work files faster too if you have to. So you can quickly get back to all these great movies, shows, and songs you've just gotten your hands on. Verizon 5G Ultra Wideband is now in more and more places. Verizon is going ultra, so you can too. 5G Ultra Wideband available in select areas. Most reliable based on rankings from the RootMetrics U.S. Root Score Report dated first half 2021. Excluding C-band and not specific to 5G networks, your results may vary. Not an endorsement. Speed comparison to median Verizon 4G LTE speeds. Downloads vary based on network conditions and 5G content optimization. Back here on NFL Explained, Aditi Kinkabala and Mike Yam with you. We're trying to make you smart for all your Super Bowl parties. So before we actually got to the break, we mentioned that phrase. And Aditi, it's one that I'm, you probably hear from your kids relatively frequently. Or it's probably, I want to go to Disney World. Um, but I'm going to Disney World, which we've seen so many times. Super Bowl MVPs, they say it all the time after a game. It's sort of one of those fun little catchphrases. Well, I know you're wondering, like, where did this thing actually come about? Well, former CEO Michael Eisner from Disney and his wife, they were having dinner with Dick Rutan and Gina Yeager, the first pilots to circle the world without refueling. When they asked him what they planned to do next, they replied, well, we're going to Disney World. Eisner's wife thought it would make a great ad campaign and the phrase was born. So Phil Simms, actually the first to say it after he was named MVP of the 1987 Super Bowl. He was paid 75K to say that. That is, look, I, I'd say that's good money in 1987. Hell, I'll say that's great money even nowadays, Aditi. <laughs> I'll take the 75. <laughs> for sure. I would not only take it for that, but my kids would love it if I said, well, we're going to Disney World. <laughs> but you know what? Phil Sims was MVP. So let's talk about the MVPs for a second. The position that has earned the most MVP honors is totally unsurprisingly quarterbacks. There have been 31 quarterbacks named MVP of the Super Bowl. Most, Mike, can you guess which quarterback has been named Super Bowl MVP the most? Uh, there's one guy in particular who just decided that he doesn't want to play anymore, and you and I have been convinced he had 20 more good seasons still left. <laughs> we wanted that, so it would make us feel young. Yes, we did want that. Tom Brady, you are correct. Tom Brady has four, and Joe Montana has three. Super Bowl MVPs. I'll tell you this, I was actually talking to a running back who is going to be playing in this game and we were talking about the Super Bowl MVP. I think that he would be pleased to know that running backs have actually been named the Super Bowl MVP seven times. Wide receivers have also been named Super Bowl MVP seven times. Only one time in the history of the Super Bowl was a returner named the MVP. But that was Desmond Howard in Super Bowl 31. And you know what? He had 244 all-purpose yards, and he had a 99-yard kickoff return touchdown. Seems pretty uh, MVP-worthy to me, don't you think? 
Yeah, I'm with you. I mean, those big plays are the ones that sort of stand out the most. I, I think what's sort of cool for anyone who gets to see those moments in person are, once again, indeed, you circling back to the top of the show, the memories that you have surrounding some of those games. And there's some fans lucky enough to score some tickets for that first Super Bowl. Remember Super Bowl number one? Guess how much? 12 bucks to see the Packers and the Chiefs, which I get it. You're like, oh, it's only $12. Well, it's really like $100 when you consider inflation in the year 2022. But there's been some significant price increases. Fans who went to the Super Bowl back in 2020, they paid an average of $7,000 to see the Chiefs and the Niners. And that game saw more than 62,000 fans at Hard Rock Stadium in Miami. That was well short of the largest crowd in Super Bowl history. Five largest crowds in the history of the game all played Yes, at the Rose Bowl in Pasadena. I was actually just there the other week for the NFL PA Collegiate Bowl. But the top three saw attendance over 103,000. The Rose Bowl has yet to host another game since 1993. But the largest attendance for a non-Rose Bowl game, Super Bowl 45 at Jerry's World, which welcomed in over 91 thousand fans. That's a whole lot of beverages and hot dogs to be able to serve at those stadiums. Well, most folks will actually be watching from the comfort of their homes, Mike. And let's just say that the ratings for the Super Bowl have been robust for quite some time. According to Nielsen figures, Super Bowl 51 between the Pats and the Falcons is the single most watched television program of all time. 172 million viewers watched that 28 to 3 comeback. In fact, Mike, the most viewed TV programs of all time are all Super Bowl games. You go into your shower feeling tired, but as soon as you reach for the Irish Spring, your day immediately gets better. That crisp, fresh, unmistakable Irish Spring scent zings your brain and awakens your senses. So when you finally emerge from the shower 37 minutes later because you pay the water bill so you can stay in there as long as you want, you're ready to take on the day and smell great doing it. Irish Spring Body Wash and Bar Soap. Fresh, green, Irish. Shop now at a store near you. Snag a job is where America goes to hire. With the deepest talent pool in hourly hiring. With access to over 6 million active hourly workers, snag a job is the all-in-one solution for hiring high-quality employees who can cover all your needs. On demand, tempt to hire part-time or full-time. You name the position. Warehouse worker, retail associate, grocery store clerk, fitness trainer, baker, stylist, bellhop, podcast producer. Yeah, Snagajob's got a worker for that. With our easy-to-use platform, you're able to seamlessly post and fill available positions quickly with a dedicated customer support team to provide all the help you need along the way. Kind of nice knowing you have a talent pool like that in your own backyard, right? Snagajob is the partner you need to keep your business running smoothly. So visit snagajob.com or text snag to 242424 to talk to an expert. Snagajob.com, where America goes to hire. You know, everybody has their own wellness routine, their own approach to a healthy lifestyle. A lot of the most successful ones include herbs like ginger root, ashwagandha, and so many others. Nature's Way has been sourcing herbs like those for over 50 years. They understand that nature is the ultimate problem solver. So they're dedicated to providing plant-powered formulas to help people live healthier lives. Their herbs can support your health in so many ways. For instance, ginger root and slippery elm bark have both been used for centuries all over the world. 
ginger root has traditionally been used to soothe occasional digestive upset and slippery elm bark to soothe the GI tract. St. John's wort, holy basil, and ashwagandha can provide mood and stress support, which is something we can all use in our modern life. I mean, these herbs come from all over the world, but Nature's Way knows where the best ones grow. They test for potency in their state-of-the-art lab, and their scientists are experts in all things herbs. What's on the label is what's in your bottle, and what's in your bottle are the best herbs around. To learn more, visit naturesway.com. Wow. The MASH finale was the most watched TV broadcast until that record was broken by Super Bowl 44. That was the Saints and the Colts. They brought in 106.5 million viewers. All right, let's talk about what happens when you're watching at home, which I know that I don't really get to do that much, and I'm very, very grateful that I don't. But if you are watching at home or if you're at a Super Bowl party, you have to have good food and drink, right? Because apparently... Super Bowl Sunday is the second biggest eating day of the year behind only Thanksgiving. The estimate of what is consumed on Super Bowl Sunday, Mike? 1.4 billion chicken wings. 1.3 billion dollars spent on beer. Might change this year. There might be more hard seltzer consumed, maybe. I don't know. Are you a hard seltzer guy? Beverage of choice. No, not as much. I'm more of a wine guy and occasionally a, a beer drinker. So, <laughs> And you drink wine even when watching a football game? Yeah, I have no shame. I own it. I can't say that I've drank wine on Super Bowl Sunday. Uh, I definitely All have. right. But what else do we think of? Be, when we, besides amazing football and huge pageantry and the halftime show and food. Come on, commercials. Commercials, commercials, commercials. Of course. That's what makes a Super Bowl broadcast so enticing to people who love football and people who are more passive observers. The commercials. So the cost of a 30-second ad for Super Bowl one was $37,500. Today? That would be $300,000. And you know what? That would be a bargain, Mike, because right now NBC is selling 30-second spots for the Super Bowl for, wait for it, wait for it, wait for it, $6.5 million. And since we're talking advertising, we should mention that the National Football League takes the Super Bowl trademark very, very seriously. So using Super Bowl to draw attention to your business is a violation of trademark rights. Which is why, like, when we keep hearing about all these sales right now, it's called the big game as opposed to a Super Bowl sale. This podcast is sponsored by Kindrel. Kindrel designs, builds, manages, and modernizes the mission-critical technology systems that the world depends on every day. Working side-by-side with their customers, they imagine things differently. By forging new strategic partnerships, they unlock new possibilities, creating a world powered by healthy digital systems alive with opportunity, oxygen to innovation, and energy to change the world. Kindrel, the heart of progress. Kindrel designs, builds, manages, and modernizes the mission-critical technology systems that the world depends on every day. Working side-by-side with their customers, they imagine things differently. By forging new strategic partnerships, they unlock new possibilities, creating a world powered by healthy digital systems alive with opportunity, oxygen to innovation, and energy to change the world. Kindrel, the heart of progress. Back here on NFL Explained, Aditi, let's continue to talk about the cash because you threw out some big figures when it comes to the commercials, but more specifically, the amount bet on Super Bowl games. 
$136 million was wagered in Vegas on Super Bowl 55. The record was $158 million who bet on the Patriots-Eagles Super Bowl back in 2018. But Vegas claims ah, that was only around 1% of those wagers cashed as the heavy favorite was the Patriots. But while we're on the subject, a couple little fun facts that might help you just in case you're thinking about placing a wager this year. The winner of the coin toss has actually lost the last seven Super Bowls. The team that scores first, 36 and 19, and teams wearing, and I love this, white jerseys have won 14 of the last 17 Super Bowls. My, and the Bengals just announced that they're going to be wearing black jerseys and white pants. But, you know, they lost the coin toss in the AFC championship game and they still won the AFC. So maybe it's a year for bucking trends. I don't know. That's a nice little factoid by you. Good pull, Aditi. (laughs) (laughs) Well, from white jerseys to the White House, the Steelers were actually the first team to visit the president after winning a Super Bowl in 1980 when Jimmy Carter told them to come on down. And then after Jimmy Carter, Ronald Reagan made it a very regular occurrence. You know what else happened in the 1980s, Mike? It was the first song dedicated to reaching the title game. It was the 85 Bears, and they put together a little dance called the Super Bowl Shuffle. (laughs) And it was a little bit cringeworthy, but it was nominated for a Grammy. That's not a joke. Like, it's legit. It's true. (laughs) (laughs) I'll tell you this, Chicago's defense was not a joke either that year because uh, they put together a blowout win of the Patriots in Super Bowl XX. And since we're talking about the shuffle, I should mention that I did just hang out with Icky Woods, who made the Icky Shuffle very famous. See that transition right there? I'll take that. Famous Bengals alum who was very, very excited and handled the trophy presentation at the AFC Championship game. So let's move on, Mike. I've hit you with some fun facts off the field. Let's go through some of the more interesting records on the field. How many players, Mike, do you believe have won back-to-back Super Bowls with different teams? Oh, the different team. I was going to say, like, I, I think there's probably a fair amount that have won back-to-back titles, but the different team situation, that's got to be a pretty exclusive list. I'd say less than 10. Less than 10 is correct. There have been okay. seven. Ken Norton Jr., Deion Sanders, Derek Martin, Brandon Browner, Chris Long, LeGarrette Blunt, and LaShawn McCoy. Shady Prime McCoy rounds time. out that group. Yeah. Well, Tom Brady has obviously a lot of Super Bowl wins and a ton of those records. And since he just called it a career, Aditi, you and I said we would dedicate like multiple podcasts to him, but at least in this Super Bowl deal, we'll give him a, a whole section to himself. He's the only player to win a Super Bowl over the span of three decades. That one, I I think it's almost fair to say that one might not get touched. His seven Super Bowl wins are more than 27 franchises have in terms of appearances. The teams with at least seven appearances, the Pats, the Cowboys, the Steelers, the Broncos, and the Niners. And he has more than two times the amount of passing yards in Super Bowls as the next quarterback, our good friend. And if you missed his episode when he popped on with us, encourage you to go back. But our buddy, Kurt Warner, Yeah. Now, Brady, of course, has 10 Super Bowl appearances, though. But do you want to know the most consecutive appearances in a Super Bowl? That would go to quarterback Gail Gilbert, who had five. He was a backup for the Bills on their run of four consecutive losses in the early 1990s. Those Jim Kelly teams, of course. And then he joined the Chargers just in time to be destroyed by the Niners in the 1994 Super Bowl. Ooh. All right, well, the longest play in the Super Bowl, a kickoff return. It was a touchdown. Jacoby Jones, Super Bowl 47. The fewest completions by a quarterback in a Super Bowl win, 
Bob Greasy, Miami, six. Only threw it seven times in Super Bowl eight against Minnesota. The most rushing yards in the game. How about this one? Timmy Smith had 204 yards in Washington's win over Denver in Super Bowl 22. Smith would go on to rush for only 602 yards his entire career. Way to show up in the big game. I'll take it. Yeah, seriously, right? Okay, since the 1970 season, only four teams have won the Super Bowl without playing a home game in the playoffs. That would be the 2005 Steelers, the 2007 Giants, the 2010 Packers, and the 2020 Tampa Bay Bucks, although Tampa did actually get to play the Super Bowl in its home stadium, which is what the Rams are getting to do, although the Rams are officially the away team in the Super Bowl. Which is just weird, by the way, don't you think? <laughs> I mean, it is what it is. The it's the thing. AFC's turn. Well, I think yeah. they're going to get to use their own locker room, and the Bengals will use the Chargers locker room. That's my best bet. I would hope that that would be the case. All right, Mike, another trivia question for you. How many men have won a Super Bowl as both a coach and a player? Ooh, uh, I only know one that I can think of, and that's Tony Dungy. You are correct. But joining Tony Dungy are Tom Flores, Mike Ditka, and Doug Peterson. Oh, that's, once again, a pretty exclusive list. All right, we'll leave you with a couple more factoids about this year's Super Bowl between Cincinnati and L.A. Sean McVay, love the young guys, 36 years and 20 days as of Super Bowl Sunday, by the way, will have made the two youngest appearances as a head coach in Super Bowl history and is the youngest head coach in multiple Super Bowls to be able to coach in that game. Now, McVeigh can also become the youngest head coach to win a Super Bowl. Zach Taylor, by the way, can become the second youngest head coach to win a Super Bowl game. You know, when you see that, Mike, when you see this is the first Super Bowl being coached by two men under the age of 40, stab. Talk about feeling old. I'm kind of with you a little bit, but it does, you know, look, I mean, in, in a lot of ways, it, it also screams to their ability to connect with a lot of their players to have this sure. much success. So kudos to both of those guys. Yeah. And let's talk a little bit more about the Bengals, because three years in a row prior to this year, they finished last in their division. And that's been done exactly once before by the Bengals in 1981. Wow. <laughs> And speaking of age, Aditi, since you threw it out there, how about we go on the other side of the spectrum? I know we talked about Brady and gave him a lot of love. The Rams, Andrew Whitworth started 164 games for the Bengals from 2006 to 2016. Be the oldest offensive lineman to start in the Super Bowl in NFL history at 40 years and 63 days. And it is awesome that he's healthy because I know he's been banged up at the end of the season. So once again, I think as all of us are kind of focused in on this next Super Bowl, I know we've covered the commercials and the, the halftime shows, but I think, Aditi, we're going to not only get an amazing football game, but we're also going to get what I'm going to call the greatest halftime show of all time. I don't think there's anyone more excited than me. I'm super, super, super excited, obviously, for the product on the field. Can't wait to be out there. But yes, halftime show, there is no sense of who is this? What's happening? I mean, the league's teaser on the halftime show, the two-minute video that we watched on Twitter got me going. I can't wait. Can't yeah. wait. 
I'm with you. Uh, Look, I think at the end of the day, we're all expecting a ton of fanfare. It's kind of cool for us to go through some of these records and some of these cool little factoids for the game. And I hope some of our listeners who have been checking out this podcast continue to not only check out our previous ones to learn a little bit more, but they watch this year's Super Bowl through a different lens. I'm totally with you, Mike. And hey, everybody, thanks as always. That is the Super Bowl Explained. Brought to you by Upwork, where you can build the team that will build your business. Learn more at Upwork.com. America's most reliable network is going ultra with Verizon 5G ultra wideband in more and more places. With up to 10 times faster speeds, you can download a movie in mere minutes. What? Yes. Verizon is going ultra, so you can too. 5G ultra wideband available in select areas, most reliable based on rankings from the Root Metrics U.S. Root Score Report dated first half 2021. Excluding C-band and not specific to 5G networks, your results may vary. Not an endorsement. Speed comparison to median Verizon 4G LTE speeds downloads vary based on network conditions and 5G content optimization. You go into your shower feeling tired, but as soon as you reach for the Irish Spring, your day immediately gets better. That crisp, fresh, unmistakable Irish Spring scent zings your brain and awakens your senses. So when you finally emerge from the shower 37 minutes later because you pay the water bill so you can stay in there as long as you want, you're ready to take on the day and smell great doing it. Irish Spring Body Wash and Bar Soap. Fresh, green, Irish. Shop now at a store near you. Open a limited-time 11-month certificate at Kemba Financial Credit Union. At 5.25% APY, it's more than triple the national average, plus it's a safe and secure way to grow your money. Visit your local branch or kemba.org slash cb for details. Offer expires May 31st, 2024. APY equals annual percentage yield. Restrictions apply. $500 minimum and $250,000 maximum deposit. Advantage status required. Comparison based on bank rate average. Federally insured by NCUA. What's up, y'all? Janice Torres here. And I'm Austin Hankwitz. We're the hosts of Mind the Business, Small Business Success Stories, a podcast presented by iHeartRadio's Ruby Studios and Intuit QuickBooks. Join us as we speak with small business owners about the tools they use to turn their ideas into success. From finding that initial spark of entrepreneurship to organizing payments and invoices, we've got you covered. So follow and listen to Mind the Business, Small Business Success Stories on the iHeartRadio app or wherever you get your podcasts.